Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. I want to share a few thoughts with you here this evening. We know that God is moving by His Spirit throughout the world. Really, globally, He's manifesting Himself in, in many different powerful ways. And we thank God for that. But He's also looking for individuals. He's looking for churches that are willing to set aside their plans, their programs, and just say, I'm just here for you. We want just you showing up. Okay? If we have to sit here just like this all night long, we're just going to wait in your presence. We want you to show up. We want you to manifest your presence, your power, your glory among us. Touch hearts and change lives because it's in that place of his presence that these things happen. So we're looking for that to happen. That's why we dedicated ourselves on these Wednesday nights, just to really get before God, worship him, stay in his presence, and just honor him and let him have his way among us and not in any way inhibit the move of the Holy Spirit. Just allow him to move in our midst. Well... Individually speaking, there are certain things we can do to prepare ourselves to have even a greater working of God's presence and power in our lives. Number one, I just listed some things for an individual. If you're looking to have increase of the presence and power of God in your life, number one, make sure that your heart is right with God. Even when we come into these services, because it's important that we gather together with pure hearts and motives desiring God to manifest Himself. And that's talking about not only with Him, but also with others to make sure that we're not holding any unforgiveness or ought in our heart against anybody, and also that we're not harboring anything that would hinder the move of God in our lives individually. Remember what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty five, 25? That if we don't forgive, then he won't forgive us. You know, it's important that we recognize that truth, that we can't afford to hold any ought in our hearts against anybody. Number two, to focus on the very throne of God. When we gather together, sometimes we can have a distractions. But you know what's so important? Jesus shed his blood so that we could have access to the holiest place of all. And that road is paved by his blood. We could just walk up to the throne of God. Just see ourselves like Isaiah saw him high, lifted up, full of glory, his train filled the temple. Just do that. If need be, shut your eyes. Close yourself in with God and just see him high and lifted up. And you have access. You have a right to be there before his presence. And then number three, uh, worship out of a deep love for God. Sometimes we could just get used to going through the motions. You know, we gather together like this. We sing the song. We sing a song. But is that truly worship? In John's gospel, Jesus was looking for, in chapter 4, verse 23, those that would worship in spirit and in truth to set their love upon him from the depth of their soul, take an opportunity to really th stop and think about the sacrifice that Jesus made for us, how it impacts our lives. You know, I, I mentioned five individuals last Sunday morning that were so serving God with their lives. In some cases, 30 years serving God, pastoring for 11 years on fire for God, and they've walked away from their faith. And the Bible says that people will depart from the faith. How? Giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines, and devils. So little by little, they were wooed away and taken down a wrong path. 
No one is exempt from that. And the longer you stay in the Lord, if you don't keep the fire going, keep the fire burning, which is our responsibility, it's easy to get distracted and kind of, you know, walk away. Let's worship from the heart, from the depth of our being, motivated by a love for God that really recognizes the sacrifice that was made for us. And then number four, use our faith. We come before the throne with a sh- true heart and full assurance of faith. Our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and bodies washed in the pure water of the word. In other words, we come with him, before him with the word in our hearts and our mouth. This is what you said, Lord. You said if we would humble ourselves and pray, this is what you would do. You said if we would draw nigh to you, you would draw nigh to us. This is what you said you would do. You said that if we would pray for this nation, that this is what you would do. You would move in a powerful and mighty way in this land. I'm not waiting for a revival. I'm saying we're having a revival. We are in a revival. Changes are taking place in our lives right now all the time. And I'll tell you what, we're being drawn closer and closer and closer because it's coming as soon. And then honor God with our prayers. Our prayers should line up with his word. 1 John 5, 14, 15 tells us that. Ask according to his will. Anything that we ask, he hears us. And if we know he hears us because we ask according to his will, we have the petition we desire of him. What is his will? His will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus set the standard for the will of God on the earth as far as ministry is concerned. What did he say? Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering sight to the blind, liberty to bruise and preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He has never changed his ministry focus from the very beginning. He's still doing the same thing right now. And you see that revolution that took place back then with the hippie movement and all that. You know what? That's exactly what he was doing. Same thing. Reviving, bringing something back to life, restoring something. The church was in a, in a place where they were dying. Churches were dying because they had no presence of God. We want your will done on this earth as it is in heaven. And when it comes to this nation, we're believing you. Guess what? There's no president that's a savior of the United States of America. But there is a God, and his name is Jesus. Jesus is the the remedy. He's the solution to the problem that we have in our country. And then finally, be open to the Spirit of God. In John chapter 16, verse 13, we are told... When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he'll guide us into all the truth, speak to us what he hears of the Father, and he'll show us things to come. And so, as individuals, we just get before God. We look at that list and just say, you know what? I'm going to make sure that my heart is right with God. I'm going to make sure that my focus is on things that are not seen. The very throne room of God is where I'm invited to and I have access to. And I'm going to see to it that I worship him from the depth of my soul with every fiber of my being, with all my heart, my soul, my mind, my strength, and every fiber of my being, not just singing a song, but true heartfelt love, appreciation, and worship to God for who he is and what he's done for us. Collectively, look at these three things as a church body. How do we see God manifesting his presence in the book of Acts, where it all began? On the day of Pentecost, they were in one accord, one place, in one accord, one heart, one mind, one accord, Speaking the same thing, minding the same thing, studying the word, time of worship and prayer, and praise before God. And what happened? Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. You ready for a suddenly? Amen. We're positioning ourselves for a suddenly. Suddenly there came a sound. And what happened? There appeared cloven tongues like as a fire that sat upon each of them. Every single one. No one was excluded. Each and every one of them had a cloven tongue of fire upon their head. Praise God. Everybody was to be included. You want that fire? That's how it fell. How? They were in one heart, one mind, one accord, praying, 
praising and studying the Word of God. And it all fell. Number two, decree the Word of God. God watches over His Word to perform it and make it good. Certain that we declare and decree what the Word of God says, whether it's our lives or our country or whatever, we decree the Word of God. And God will see to it that he makes his word good on our behalf. And then see to it that we participate and we engage. We're not a spectator, people. We participate. 1 Peter 4.10 makes it very clear that we all have a gift that we're to use. Look what it says. Every man has received a gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Okay, so what's happening? God is moving. People are hurting everywhere. You realize that whenever God amps it up, so does the devil. The darkness is getting darker. The light is getting lighter. And when God amps it up, the devil does the same thing to try to destroy the work of God. God is moving by his spirit, praise God, and he's looking for people to join together with, with him, join forces with him to see to it that hurting people can get their needs met and they can be helped by the power of God. And so every single one of us, no matter who you are, we have something to offer. And what God wants to do is to take us, shape us, mold us so that we can become carriers of his presence and power his holiness and his glory, his godliness everywhere we go in all that we think, all that we say, and all that we do. It's a tall mandate for every single one of us to accomplish and achieve. But you know what? It starts right here in this place of his presence. We just let him have his way with us. So if you're ready, I'm ready. I just want to get on my face before God and just say, you know what? Just take total control of my life. I give myself to you, every fiber of my being to you, to be used of you. So that you can manifest your presence, your power, your glory through my life. Is that your longing desire? It should be for all of us. I want my light to shine among men that they can see my good works and glorify my Father in heaven. Praise God.